Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1345, and I saw the film Greta, which just came out everywhere this past weekend. Um, so I, I'm going to talk real quick about Greta first. Um, no spoilers, but I thought this film was pretty, pretty enjoyable. It's it, There's some messed up stuff in it and um go go check out the trailer um it gives you a good idea of what you're in for um as far as the tone and all that i was worried that the trailer gave away a lot of stuff but it's really not that big of a deal because a lot of the stuff they gave away is in the is right at the beginning of the not like right at the beginning but it's like all first act stuff um so i mean there's clips and stuff that happen later on in the film so you may be looking for that stuff to happen but as far as the twists and turns of the story goes you're safe watching the trailer so go check out this trailer it's it's really stressful it could be uh it it could um conjure up bad memories for uh anybody who's experienced similar to this Uh, it's it's kind of like the the tv show on net that's on netflix right now called you um it reminds me it reminded me of that a lot um but not the exact same situation it's a it's like a, a friendship situation between uh, a multi-generational friendship situation as opposed to a romantic one so um yeah go check it out it's in theaters now um it's called greta and it it stars chloe grace moretz and Isabel Huppert, Huppert, and it was direct. Who directed this thing? Who directed this film? Um, Neil Jordan. And what else has Neil Jordan done that I might be familiar with? Um. Oh, he wrote the Borgias. Or he wrote on the Borgias. Um, I really like that show. I still need to go back and watch. The entire thing. I think I've only seen the first season. Um, primarily, oh yeah, I think he's primarily known as a writer because his writer credits are right there up top. But he has a he has twenty three director credits. Um, he directed a lot of the Borgias, and what else is on here? I just, that was the last thing before Greta was way back in two thousand eleven to two thousand thirteen. So I don't know. Not I'm not one to judge. What he was doing in the the time in between, um, people can do whatever they want. But he also, uh, let's see, what's breakfast on Pluto? That looks interesting. I never heard of that. Um, I'm getting sidetracked just looking through through his credits here. But uh, other directing credits, uh, Byzantium. I feel like I feel like I know what that is. Um, oh, awesome. That's Siren Saoirse Ronan. Um, I should watch, I should, I should go watch this movie at some point. Um, cause she is awesome. It's a drama fantasy horror. Residents of a coastal town learn with deathly consequences, the secret shared by the two mysterious women who have sought shelter at a local resort. That sounds potentially very cool. Um, what rain does it have over here? 
it has a 66 meta score that's not great and a 6.5 out of 10 on imdb uh whereas greta what when did i say it was oh byzantium it has a better rating on imdb than greta does so and same with the metascore critic i thought i i liked it it's a little bit uh it's a it's over the top at times but that's seems like it's like exactly what he is trying to do and so i enjoyed that aspect of it so yeah go check it out let's talk about raw now um this is kind of a weird episode um and a lot of it i wasn't really paying attention to because there's stuff that i was uh and it's uh uh, make a phone call and just had stuff on the background like uh during one of the matches i think it was the revival versus alistair and ricochet i didn't pay attention at all during that match because i was on a phone call but um yeah there is some interesting stuff we have uh a lot more setup i mean this is the go home show before fast lane so yeah so you know what we're in for um this sunday as far as the the w the the raw side of things um so we open up with Roman, and uh, he wants to get the gang back together. Uh, Seth is in after a little bit of convincing, uh, but then they gotta, they still got to get Dean on board. Dean comes out, and before he's able to uh, get, go over to the ring, he gets attacked by Elias. And so later on, we have Elias versus Dean, and uh we'll get to that in a second we had a six-man tag team match uh that was won by the bad guys and leo die leo leo rush died uh to make that happen it was finn braun and kurt versus corbin mcintyre and lashley um so yeah yeah then we had uh, a back backstage a lot of the tag teams um we had the uh, the major bros Zach and Kurt, and then we had uh, the Ascension and the B team. They're back in the locker room talking, like all these new guys are coming in and take uh, taking our spotlight. And uh, Zach says, "Well, maybe we can beat somebody." But uh, that and they talked a lot of trash about Otis specifically, uh, a little bit about Tucker also, but. Uh, yeah, Otis and Tucker were shown this clip of them backstage, and Otis was hurt. His feelings are hurt. And so they want to stick it to all of them. Later on, we get a gauntlet match uh, of all four teams with the uh, heavy machinery starting out. Then we had Natalia versus Ruby. Um, Natalia won via roll up. Like, come on, why? why i don't know why can't why can't the riot squad catch a break what the heck uh triple h comes out uh addresses uh batista and says have some balls show up Uh, you saw an instagram video from batista saying he doesn't like philly so that's why he wasn't there uh stephanie says that they're dropping becky's charges she lifted the suspension and so um it'll be becky versus charlotte at Fastlane for the championship and they'll have signed the contract for that later tonight but part of the stipulation for that is that becky must sign the contract which is also a hold harmless 
agreements where she will not sue the WWE if something goes wrong on Sunday. Uh, then we had that gauntlet match. Heavy Machinery defeated the B Team and the Ascension and the Major Bros. And uh, so they shut them up right quick there. Uh, then we had Dean Ambrose versus Elias. Elias won via Nita Face and the Drift Away. Uh, so Seth and Roman come out. And uh, they, they, they still want to get the gang back together. But Dean storms off up into the audience. But uh, once he's safely in the, in the, in the, what's the word I'm looking for? Safely embraced by the audience, um, the the evil guys, Corbin McIntyre and Lashley come out and uh, start start a ruckus. They they beat up Seth and Roman and Dean, is tormented. And decide, oh, I got to help him. And they fist bump afterwards, and the shield is back together. One last ride. Which is uh, ominous. That is an ominous um, headline for that match. Uh, At Fastlane, we're going to have a six-on-six tag team match with uh, Corbin, McIntyre, and Lashley on one side. And uh, I'm I'm guessing Leo Rush as well. Okay, the Shield versus the Shield. The Shield. If they had their own Leo Rush, who would it be? Who could they get in there to be their hype man? Who's a a a, a small guy that's uh, full of energy. I was gonna say annoying, but also annoying. Maybe potentially annoying. Uh, but also uh, endearing, annoying and endearing. Um, I don't know. I I just thought of this question. I I don't have anybody on the top of my head. It, it would have to be somebody like um, man, man. Okay, let's add another factor in there. It might help narrow things down. Um, Leo Rush is on two hundred five live. So he got to pull somebody else over from 205 Live to be their hype man. Could it be? Could it be? Um, man, I don't even know. All the all the really good hype folks over on uh, 205 Live right now. I feel like they're all um, all bad guys. Um. You know, you could have Buddy Murphy in there, but, you know, he's a bad guy. You could have um, Drew Gulak in there, but he's, he's, he's not siding with the Shield at the moment either. Um, and the last time that they encountered, that Drew Gulak encountered Roman Reigns, he was uh, sticking it to him, I think. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, that whole brouhaha uh, back in early October, I think it was. Um, leading up to the Survivor Series, was that part of the Survivor Series stuff? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So it can be him. Um, probably not the Lucha House Party. They're their own thing. Um, Cedric Alexander, perhaps. Um, that's kind of it. That's kind of it. I'm t- probably completely forgetting somebody. 
Um, but if we had to pull somebody over from 205 Live to uh, to counteract the Leo Rush effect, I guess it would probably be Cedric Alexander. Um, I think he'd look pretty good in the shield gear. Drake Maverick looked pretty good in the shield gear. <laughs> in the AOP gear. Um, okay, let's talk about something else. The next thing, we had Sasha Banks versus Tamina, and Tamina won that match somehow. Okay. Then we had the Revival versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. It was a disqualification when Bobby Roode and um, Chad Gable got involved there. Um, why did I write a tag? Oh, that, that's for the last thing. Then we had that contract signing. Uh, Becky signs it, but then we see Ronda storming into the arena. And uh, I was thinking before this, like the whole reason that Ronda laid the championship down in the middle of the ring was because Becky wouldn't was suspended and wouldn't be in that match. And so now that she's not suspended and that she's back in the match, then, or not necessarily back in the match, but in this match for the championship on Sunday, then what reason would Ronda have to, to have given up the title? So Ronda comes back, she's throwing, she demands the title back. Stephanie gives it to her. And uh, this match on Sunday is made into, uh, if Becky wins, then she gets into the WrestleMania championship match. And if she loses, then she is done. Um, So Ronda's going to be involved in that match somehow, I'm sure. Um, Whatever else happens, no idea. We'll, We'll find out on Sunday. I think. I think Becky's going to win. I guess we, we let's talk some, some, uh, fast lane predictions. Let's go fast lane 2019. Okay. The raw matches we have, um, okay. Bailey and Sasha versus Nia Jackson, Tamina, Bailey and Sasha's they've got to win. It would be it would be such a bummer if our tag team champions lose the first time that they have a, a regular tag team match. That'd be quite the bummer. Um, and then we have Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Becky's gonna win that. She's got to win that. Ronda's probably gonna let uh, not let her. Ronda's probably gonna involved get involved. And uh, either gets uh, get Charlotte disqualified or help uh, Becky defeat Charlotte. Either way, I think Ronda will be a part of that um, to make sure that uh, Becky is in the match at WrestleMania. Um, and then we have the Shield versus uh, the the new Shield, Neo Shield. Um. I think the the Shield's going to win that one, obviously. That would be nuts if they didn't. Um, So I'll talk about the the other matches uh, tomorrow. That's only six matches. I feel like there's got to be one or two more on there. We've got Asuka versus Mandy Mandy Rose. We've got uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. And we have uh, the Usos versus The Miz and Shane McMahon. There's got to be a United States championship match, R-Truth. Um, they probably haven't announced that because he has another open challenge to, uh, tonight on SmackDown. 
Um, I I was very I I talked about this last week. I was very impressed with him last week. Um, an open challenge triple threat. I'm not sure if that's happened before. Perhaps tonight it'll be an open challenge fatal four way. And then at uh, at Fastlane is another. That would be that would actually be pretty cool if it is a an open challenge at Fastlane. Um, also, Finn Balor doesn't have a match. I imagine that could um, be added in there. Um, and we don't have a Raw Tag Team Championship match. Um, I guess it was kind of left up in the air. Maybe we'll have a triple threat between um, Rude Rude Gable. Um, the Robe Warriors, uh, Revival, and Alistair Black and um, Ricochet. Now that would be that would be a pretty interesting uh, pay per view debut for them. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if uh, there is a Raw Tag Team Championship match at all. Because um, there wasn't one at the last pay per view either, was there? It was just the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, I could pull that up actually. Elimination Chamber. Did we have the everything so far down? Yeah, we've got to have a Raw Tag Team Championship match at Fastlane because to go two pay-per-views in a row without it, um, that'd be crazy. Um, we could possibly get away with no Intercontinental Championship match, but there was no United States Championship match at uh, elimination chamber so you've got to have um one of those there even if it's a quick match and if if it's an open challenge i'm all for it um all right so that's it i think that's enough for this episode um let me know what you thought about um the things i talked about raw and the movie greta by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes spotify youtube wherever you listen to podcasts and i'll be back real soon with uh part two of week t- uh nine whatever week this is um i think it's week 10 now of 2019 for smackdown and 205 live uh, 205 Live, we have more of that tournament uh, to determine who will fight Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania. That's going to be great. And um, other stuff soon. This has been TIW Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.